On today's Question of Faith, should you go to Mass on the 4th of July? Hey everybody, this is Question of Faith. I am Mike Hayes. I am the Director of Young Adult Ministry in the Diocese of Cleveland. And I'm Christy Cabanis, the Director of Missionary Discipleship. And I'm Father Eric Garris, Director of Vocations. Woo! So Father Why Damien... Why you both give the woo? <laughs> <laughs> Father Damien on special assignment today. That's right. I've I've been the Father Damien fill-in before, but we were talking before that this cast of characters has never existed. <laughs> I call that a trifecta, but I don't, I don't know if we want to be the Trinity. I don't know what we want to be. <laughs> a cast of coolness, for sure. Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Happy Fourth of July, first of all. And with your spirit. Thank right? you. Isn't that how you <laughs> respond to everything? That's right. Just to make, you know, I always say to make it a little less weird. You yeah. Know, like, you Nothing, know, nothing's weirder. Than less <laughs> weird. Got try, it. try to get that into the lexicon. You right. Know? <laughs> the force be with you. Exactly. And with your spirit. Yeah. Call George Lucas. Tell him put that in the next movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so, uh, should a Catholic go to Mass on the 4th of July? Sure. Why not? And on the 5th. <laughs> and on the 5th, yeah. Right. That and was my 6th? That was actually my first reaction. My first reaction was, well, you, know, you can go to Mass every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, you know, if you really wanted to. So, what, why are we singling this day out? What are, your, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's one of those days where, obviously, we're home, or most people are home. And uh, Christy and I were talking before, like, that whole notion of, should now mm-hmm. I think of like the implication of like do I need to go on the fourth? It's not uh, a holy day of obligation. Not a holy day of obligation. But you're home. You're with family. You have a, it's a nice way to start the celebration. I always loved like being in the parish, like the national holidays that we would have one mass. There's a different kind of vibe yeah. of the mass because you do have a lot of families who are coming and. Um, like, well, let's get up, let's go to Mass, let's have breakfast, let's have a cookout. So it could be a good way of celebrating. It reminds me that my parish and my childhood parish, I should say, uh, I don't ever remember going to Mass on the 4th of July unless it fell on a Sunday. And then I remember they really did it up for, for one reason or another. But Thanksgiving was always like a, a oh, really yeah. big mm-hmm. mass, which you know, seems a little more obvious, right? But they would bring brass. They would do all kinds of, you know, the it was, music was heightened. It was yeah. like a really high high church kind of an experience. Um, but my, my friend Krista Alberta is having is going to have a little outdoor afternoon event at her, at, as you listen to this, we're probably there right now, Um at her at her place, and she's going to have mass. She's going to start the day with mass. Uh, Father Dominic Gideon, one of our oh, newly ordained, oh, yes. is going to come out and do mass for her. Good. So that's great. Christy, yeah. what do you think? Um, I think that it's a great thing to do. I think that we just need to be careful about mixing our faith with any kind of nationalism because, mm. you know, I, I think sometimes I, I heard friends get these convoluted and, um, you know, it, we are blessed to be in the United States and have the freedom to worship our Catholic faith the way that we would like, and I think that's a blessing. But um, we need to remember that the folks in France are doing what they're doing, and folks in Africa are sure. doing what they're doing, and um, people in Southeast Asia are, you know, are having whatever they're having. So it's not it's not that the United States has some kind of um, corner on the market mm. of, of worship and, you know, our independence as a nation. And uh, so I just, I think that, like, I was joking a little bit at the beginning whenever we said, should we go on the 4th? Yeah, we should and go on the 5th and the 6th. Any chance to, to worship the Lord is, is a gift to us. And I think 
to pray for our country. It, yeah. This is a good moment to take that pause. And I think any of those like national holidays that you have, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. um, those give you an opportunity to say what a what a gift it is that we live in the U.S. And then also to pray for our nation as a whole and all of the things that we struggle with. Yeah, exactly. And I think on the 4th, there's a particular kind of focus on freedom. And mm-hmm. obviously, it's our Declaration of Independence. We're independent from you know previous ruling nations, and we're free. We're Americans. And I do always love, by the way, like the 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 American shirts that come out at this time of like yeah. Teddy Roosevelt riding a T Rex <laughs> with with like a bald eagle on his arm, uh, drinking a beer, you know, whatever. Like it's like, yeah, this is what it means to be American. But like that whole notion of freedom too. We realize that, yes, we as a nation have particular freedoms. We have freedom to assemble and the freedom of speech and freedom to celebrate our religion. But, like, our truest freedom does not come from a declaration mm. signed in the 1700s. Right. Uh, it, it comes from Christ. So, like, like you, St. Paul talks all about, like, you know, for freedom's sake, Christ set us free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it's not just freedom from a nation, freedom from an oppressive ruler, but like our deepest form of freedom is freedom from sin, freedom from death, freedom from uh, all the things that can bind us. And Christ said, I came to free you from that, not just to give you a day to blow off fireworks and uh, America, you know, like, so that's, I think that's even too, like to know that every day in many ways, every, every mass is a celebration of freedom, independence. Christ came to to bring us freedom from sin. Yeah. yeah. And I think our founding fathers sort of give a nod to that, even in our documents, right? You know, we have inalienable rights endowed right. by our creator and sure. God we trust, you know, all these things. And so we kind of point out, we forget that, you know, most of our founding fathers were religious. You know, maybe not sure. all of them. Some semblance of. Yeah, they had some I was semblance say a of that. version of it. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. sometimes we also get that convoluted a bit where we yeah. overstep what they were working towards. I mean, deism is not the same thing as that's Christianity. Correct. So uh, that's that's what I get nervous about is um, I had a priest friend that used to say, you know, people think that the church was invented the day they were born by that <laughs> meaning, you know, that the their experience is. The, by and large, the everyone's experience and that that's what it's been like since time began. And, you know, Jesus wasn't, you know, walking around Jerusalem yelling, America, you know, someday there's going to be a nation of individuals, you know, nothing like that. So remembering, and I think sometimes even with our constitution and our government set up the way that it is, it can be extremely individualistic. And mm-hmm. that is not who we're called to be no, right. as Catholics, right? We're, we're called to unity with one another and community is part of this. So I think worship at mass could be a great unifier. Right. And praying, sense. I mean, you always, the mass of the day is, it's a particular mass that's celebrated in the United States in the Missal, but all of the prayers, all of the orations are directed towards, you know, being united as a nation and being united uh, as as a people of faith and and praying for America. And I think that's part of it too. Is like when we go to mass, obviously we're participating in the one mass offered, you know, throughout the world throughout time. But there's also this notion of we believe that. This is an opportunity to pray for our nation yeah. mm-hmm. and and to say, okay, we're going to come together on this day in which we celebrate so much, but we recognize we're not a perfect nation and there's there's immense forms of division and oppression and poverty and hurt and pain. Mm-hmm. And to say, like, we, we can't unite this, but we bring this all to Christ and pray yeah. for, for who we are as, as, as Americans and 
who we are as people of faith. Yeah. A good example, too, I think, is um, – so I'm a – yeah, I'm from New York originally and lived through 9-11 and, and lost friends that day, right? You know, and um, I wrote an op-ed for the Buffalo News one year right after Osama bin Laden was killed. Oh. And the title of the article was, can, can, we find it, can, can we find a way to forgive bin Laden? I think it was the, or can we forgive Osama bin Laden? Something like that. And, um, you know, and people are like, how could you be so cavalier about forgiveness of these people? I'm like, because that's who we're called to be <laughs> as sure. Christians. As hard as that might be. I said, look, when my friends were killed, when the towers fell, when my friend who was the first class flight attendant on United 93, you know, when she when she was dead, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, I wanted those guys dead, you know. One of my friends said he took his flight simulator game and bombed half of the Arab world in a simulation because he was so upset, right? And when I go back and reflect on that, I see that I'm becoming like the hatred that these terrorists were, sure. were putting out there. I don't want to be that way. And so forgiveness doesn't mean that what they did was just A-OK, right? You know, it just it, it means it was really horrible, but it also means I don't want to move in that direction. And I won't let this moment dictate my next 10. Yeah. Right. And who does yeah. that? I mean, Christ oh, is the one that yeah. changes our hearts. I think of, I think it's Eucharistic Prayer 2 for Reconciliation. That in a world torn by strife, your people may shine forth as a prophetic sign of unity and concord. Mm. Yeah. And it's like mm. it's it's only it's only Jesus that brings about reconciliation, yeah. and it's only Jesus that brings about right. freedom. Um, obviously, our our freedom that we have is a participation in that, but it's not the freedom yeah. that we're given just merely that we celebrate right. on that day. Yeah, prayer changes us. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope. <laughs> so go to mass and pray. Go to mass and, and be pray. changed. Yeah, and be yeah. changed. And it changes yeah. the world too, right? Like, I yeah, mean, right. this is God entering into the human story in a very real and radical way once again. Yeah, you know, we, we just read the Vatican just put this um, document out on social media that I, w- I was part of. We've been talking about this the last couple of weeks, and one of the things that um, a- another group had said uh, in criticism of the document, which I thought was a really valid criticism, they said. Well, how would any of this stuff that you're talking about, like having the freedom to have social media and to say whatever you want at, how would that work in North Korea? Yeah. Right? And yeah. they're like, you know, we forget people don't have many of the basic freedoms that we have in many parts of the world. So right. pray for that today too as well. Yeah. You know, the, and go because you, you can. Yeah. <laughs> and it's right. not just should. I mean, that's right. what I was saying right. before. Like, we're, are we getting into like – I'll be the the resident uh, armchair philosopher here because I have my undergrad in, and Father Damien will be happy when he listens. But like, you know, getting into the nature of freedom is it to do the ability? Is it to do what I want? Is it to do what I should? Is it to do what I ought? John Paul says it doesn't just exist in our ability to do what we want, but do what we ought. And ordered within the human heart, it is a desire yeah. to participate in what is good, what is true, and what is beautiful. And what's good, what's true, what's beautiful? Mass. So the go mass. on the fourth on July. Yeah. And, and in reflection, you know, I think that the, the, the Ignatian tradition there, you know, what have I done for God? <laughs> what am I doing for God? What ought I do for God? Right. You know, that's the next step always, you know, the firm purpose of amendment to change and to figure out what I need to be doing. Can I hijack and ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Fireworks, yay or nay? Ooh. Yay! Really? Oh, the Navy person, of course. Oh. See, I love fireworks. Well, I, I don't even think that has to do with my Navy-ness. I just think that it has to do with, like, that is one of the coolest 
experiences ever. I mean, they can be really loud. Right. Uh, the crowds, I hate, but I'm just saying, like, man, that they can put chemicals together and explode them into the sky and have into to make hearts. colors and yeah. shapes. And I love those chasey ones with mm-hmm. the glittery stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah the, well, I'm a the, girl, they, so. they ring. <laughs> yeah. I love... Not not many things in life bring me as much joy as fireworks. Really? So fun. Oh yeah, like both both setting them off and watching them. Uh, I mean, and I don't know if we cut that because isn't it illegal to set off fireworks in Ohio? I don't know, but I'm not a fan so. of the backyard stuff because you will blow your finger yeah, off. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Be careful. I'm yes. gonna be the shoot your eye out girl. Yeah. <laughs> but I I I mean, living downtown, if the Guardians have like a, a firework night and I'm not at the game or I'm doing something, I, I will ride my bike down there and just sit there oh, well. and smile at the sky as I watch things. I, I would say I haven't weighed in on this. So I, I enjoy watching fireworks, especially at a ballpark, actually. You know, that's that's one thing I like doing. Uh, however, as a dog owner, mm. oh, yeah. uh, it is scare the heck out of the dog day, July 4th. So, <laughs> yeah. so we're, we're going to an afternoon party for that reason. So that's where we can, you know, get him home and... Get a thunder coat on him, and yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, he's a little guy, so probably. And yet, but he has. He's new. I just got it. We just got this new dog, um, and he has these giant ears, so he he hears very very well. Oh, <laughs> so it's baby. probably going to be a rough night for him. Is my guess. Rough. Put the uh, very oh, nice. Uh, um, I always, whenever I'm watching, he'll be here all week. Yeah. Whenever I watch fireworks, I wa- I I listen to. Uh, America the Beautiful by Ray Charles. Oh, yeah. Like Not that. just because it's such a good song, but it, I think of the movie The Sandlot where they're, like, oh, they're right. kids. Yes. And the, they're going off and they're riding their bikes. I'm like, I, I like feel like I'm in, in that movie. And, you know, there's just some nostalgia there. <laughs> 90s kid here. Exactly, you know, right. Wishing that I was uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez or whatever. <laughs> you know, so. They're actually killing me, Smalls. Yeah. <laughs> where are we going to go for our church search this week? What's a, you well, have one fun how part, about right? St. Michael's? St. Michael's. In Independence. Oh. Yeah, Independence yes. Day. So St. Michael's in Independence is, uh, they have a new administrator there, Father Matt Jordan, who is my classmate. And All so right. uh, Father Matt just replaced uh, Father John Malee, who was there for a little bit. Father Tom Heron is in residence. I know that they have the merge school with St. Basil's. And so they're they're holding it down on that side of uh, Cuyahoga. But they, I, I think... I know that Independence, the city itself, always has big home day celebration, you know, their their namesake. So yeah. uh, shout out to the, the good people of Independence. Yeah. Who's all of us. We're all people of Independence, and right? People of freedom, especially the people of St. Michael's. And the patron there of St. Michael to pray for us. Yeah. So. Defender in battle. That's right. Now, are you, this is another question, are you cast or what is the other one? By the power of God, thrust. Are you a cast or thrust into hell, Satan and all oh. evil spirits? This is maybe this is another question. Of I think faith. this is a, probably a, yeah. We'll bring it on back. today's question of faith. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pray the prayer of Saint Michael? Cast or thrust? I don't know. Yeah, you hear different ones. Huh? That's interesting. I don't know it well enough to say. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've noticed. Like I, like I've prayed it, but I don't, I don't think I've yeah, noticed. Some people, that people say cast it or depends thrust. on how I'm feeling. I guess just like you know, cast you know, go away or like. Push like yeah, right. thrust. I'm I'm sending you down. Hmm. Interesting. Next well, time. Next time on Question of Faith. <laughs> and then finally, our, our readings for this this coming week for the 14th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Uh, Book of Zechariah is the first reading. Uh, I, this spoke out to me. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, from 
and from the river to the ends of the earth, sort of what you were talking about before, Father Eric, is that you know, God is the one that gives us the freedom. His from sea to shining sea. His dominion is the one that we need to pay yeah. attention to. Yeah. I think, too, in this reading, it, it struck me about that he's, it seems to me that he's taking away all of the governmental elements so that there isn't uh, one nation, but all nations together under one God. So. Mm, very nice. That's good. I love the gospel. It's the Matthew one. Uh, the come to me, all you who labor, heavily burdened, I will give you rest. But I, what I, my prayer a lot of times is I'll sit down and say, hey, you said come to me with your labors and burdens. I'm doing that. Now you have to do your pro- your part and give me some rest. Like, uh, but it's it's that whole sense of not just the agrarian being yoked, but really adopting the worldview of Jesus. How does Jesus view the situation? How does yes. Jesus view my labors and burdens? Um, and also to the little ones. Shout out to the little ones. That's also in there. That's right. Yeah, you have revealed these to the, not to the, the wise and the learned, but the little ones who are just kind of like, this is great. Mm. <laughs> Let's do it. A spiritual director that I once had said, uh, don't be afraid to vent to God. God can take it. Yeah. It's mm. fine. He's all powerful. He's good. Yeah, people always say, I'm, I'm angry with God. I'm like, what, well, do you tell God that? Peter did. Yeah. You know, like, it, 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 it's not... You know all the no. I'm going to bring this all to you. I'm going to invite you all and into when, it. And then when you get tired of venting and you've said all you need to say, sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know what what does Jesus have for us in this moment? You know, as one friend speaks to another, as, yeah. as we often say in the Ignatian tradition, talk to God as one friend speaks to another. Heart speaks to heart. Exactly. All good. Well, this has been fun on a, four, on a lovely 4th of July. Anything that you're doing special that day besides watching fireworks on your bike? Yeah, I don't know yet. TBD. <laughs> I, I can do whatever I want. It's the 4th of July. Isn't that what it's all about? That's right. No, yeah, I'll probably get to – I'll off. probably stop by my mom's, stop by some friends. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Any plans on your end? We haven't decided where we're going to go watch fireworks. There was some conversation mm. about Cedar Point because oh, there's a big celebration a there, which looks like fun. Um, but some people in my house, me and my husband, both have to work on Wednesday. So uh, the celebration's not going to be too rambunctious, if you know what I'm getting I at. I got you. Yeah. And I'll be going to my friend Krista's house in the afternoon and then uh, going home to do triage on uh, my on dog's dog. ears. Yeah. Poor baby. <laughs> Vito the dog, who's our, our new dog. Who's a uh, what we know of him is that he is a, a dog, a Yorkie mix. <laughs> kind, kind, you know, you're you're not really far <laughs> He's off. He's the phylum yeah. dog. <laughs> well, Kingdom you know the phylum <laughs> domain. <laughs> the um, the rescue that we got him for shout out to Safe Harbor and Vermilion. Um, they said that yeah that he's a Yorkie mix, but they said but. That's our best guess. So he could be something else. He Don't they have those like dog DNA they do. things like so ancestry? He's going to do it. So I have one. Yes. For yourself or for the dog? Uh, both. Oh, for the okay, dog. good. Yeah. I, have done, I have done it for myself. By the way, yeah, this is funny. You know, we're wasting a whole lot of time. We're rolling. Uh, we're ro- Father Damon, he said, you come out of this podcast and it just gets out of hand and it's long and oh, everyone's all. I say we kick. I say he right now. It doesn't sound like that at all. I know. Let's make the decision right now. Three of us from here on out. Let's just let's, <laughs> let's, let's I'm, 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 we have to work with him all the time. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I just have to. I I like I love Father Damien. Of course you do. Yeah, but and I uh, think he loves me. When I did the DNA a little swab thing for myself, so my parents, my father's from Ireland, so I know what that side of the family is for the most part, and my mother's an American but of Irish descent, but her father was French Canadian. Right, so 
that was what I was told. And I said, I am going to discover some deep, dark secret by doing this. So I do the thing. I send it back. I get the results. 97% Irish. <laughs> Even my mother's French-Canadian side, the migration was from Ireland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, and then there's like a little bit of like Western European. Oh, wow. Big deal. So essentially, you know, I'm like the most white European, yeah. white European person there could be. I think it's gone down. You know how it kind of, they find right, more they, information. Yeah, that's how it's strange. Down. They're like, we've updated your genetics. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, they've updated their research. Ability to do, yeah. <laughs> that's the beauty of science. There's yeah. not one right answer. See, I did it. I did it, and my mom did it after me. And I think I was signed up to receive my mom's results. Uh. And I called her and said, hey, I got the results, and you're my mom. <laughs> and she's like, of course I am. I'm like... Well, no, I mean, you know, like, I, I don't remember it. I was the youngest. I don't Confirmed. remember you being pregnant with me. But, you know, apparently it checks out. Oh, and by the way, you're Irish and German and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> right. you're my mom. You're my mom. That's funny. All right. So we, we've all discovered that we are who we say we are. I'm Mike Hayes. Oh, I'm Father Eric Harris. And I'm Christy Cabanis. And this is Question of Faith. We'll see you all again soon.